0: you're listening to how they did it and why would we learn from the experiences of others so i hope you guys will learn from my experience today with instagram 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 oh instagram instagram for business owners specifically why you gotta make it so hard to use your platform why instead of like ripping off other apps like TikTok and making dumb things like reels that no one gives a crap about, why not be better? Why not invest time in making features that will enhance your platform like automatic post scheduling? Then we don't have to use a million and one plugin apps just to auto schedule our posts. Business owners would love to be able to schedule right on Instagram. And guess what? You could even charge a small fee and still make probably more money than you're making from the third party apps that are tying into your API. It's really just a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame the way Instagram operates. It's so lame. It's so old school. It's so backwards it's just made to waste time. And I know the goal is to keep people on your platform, but like chaining them into digital slavery by making your posting processes so long that we want to just like give up, why? Why do that to people? What kind of business practice is that, you know? You've got the money, invest in your own platform, make it more user-friendly, make it easier to make posts, allow us to use more links on Instagram. Let us have two or three links in our bio. Let us be able to share a video link in our feed. In this episode of How They Did It and Why, I'm going to talk about everything I just told you in detail and Talk about three things that really make Instagram. Okay, so on the tag of maintaining our sanity, okay, there's something I want to kind of bring up to all of us today, um, something that I feel is sapping all of our sanity, and that is Instagram. Um, It's out of control. (laughs) It is so difficult to do anything on Instagram. It's incredibly time-wasting. And in this episode, I am going to identify three main things that make it very difficult to um, publish your brand on Instagram and be efficient in connecting with um, people on Instagram to promote your business or to promote your brand. Now, um, there's a million things that can be said about this, and there's a little bit of a a personal um, feeling because everybody's business is a little bit different. But I am going to talk about three that I feel affect everyone um, in this episode. So I'm just going to go ahead and start getting right into it. Um, Number one thing is it is very difficult to make Posts. Now, that might sound like, well, it's not really that hard. You just upload a picture, whatever. That is how easy it should be. And that's how it used to be before they added reels. And the stories were okay when they added those, you know. But once they added reels and all these other things, they just kept adding and adding and adding more features that are basically things that they could have put in one place this is all stuff that could just be on the news feed and maybe um, having a scroll feature to where you could just kind of scroll through on each post that you see in the news feed and see all of that stuff instead of having to click over to reels click over to stories click over to igtv Um, it's just a really big problem. There's too many places to put things on Instagram that could all be solved by putting it all in one place, and so that makes it a lot harder to create a post because you're like, Okay, I got to create this post, and if I want to be seen on stories, I got to do something separate to get it seen there. Then, if I want to be seen on reels, I got to create a reel and put it there. So, for each things. So there's IGTV, there is stories, there is posts, and there is reels, okay? For all those things, you have to do completely separate actions to get your posting there. Now, you can share your um, posts to your stories, and there are a couple interchangeable things that you can do, but it takes time to learn all those features. And now with all the new bugs that have been really prevalent ever since Instagram did their one of their latest updates when they added reels because they were trying to copy TikTok and be and not be original Um, They have basically broken a lot of things in their site and made the user experience horrible, incredibly time consuming and horrible. If people want to see reels, that is what TikTok is for. And, you know, people are really saying now that reels have been out for a while that they really aren't making very much difference, if any, in their reach. And again, it's, it's if you want that type of, you know, like dance and musical type content you can always just go over to that platform that it was created for. So for me, that was just a very um, sad play on Instagram's part. You know, I just think about it. This is a billion-dollar company. And instead of being original, when TikTok came to the U.S., that was back in October, They could have said, you know what, this is what TikTok is doing. They are a a platform where people share these really short um, little reels, you know, highlights that are funny, that are entertaining, that are usually dance related. Those are the types of things, the type of content that does well on TikTok. If I were, you know, a leader, um, a lead developer, a leading um, content creator, a leading um, strategist, a leading idea creator at Instagram, I would have been like, okay, this is what they're doing. What can we do that will increase our user experience and make people want to stay on Instagram? You know what they could have done? They could have simply added um, to our bios the ability to list more than one link. That would have been a game changer. Like, oh, you can now you know, have a link to your YouTube channel right here on Instagram or you know you can now you know have all of your content in one place instead of stories and posts it's all just curated into one thing that would have been very helpful the ability to share a link in a story or share a link on your feed would have been something that business owners especially and again this one is I'm speaking more towards the business owners here in this one because we are the ones who spend the most amount of time on Instagram, creating these posts. That would have been something that would have been so powerful and so helpful to Instagram users that use Instagram for business that no one would have even cared about TikTok. Like, don't just try to compete by creating the same thing on Instagram. So yeah, now we have the same feature that we could do on TikTok on Instagram. What good is it? Is that really the point of what Instagram is? No, it's not. Instagram was created as a photo sharing platform. Many people who don't use Facebook will use Instagram for that simplicity of it because they just want to upload a photo. That's it. They don't want the words. Okay. So why not just leave it like that for photos and like longer videos, um, things that can be shared right there on the feed. So that was just really, really sad to see. So that's the number one issue that is with Instagram is there are too many places to put content that um, don't jive well together and waste your time because you've got to sit here and create four different types of media to do four different types of posts to show them four different places on Instagram, which is all one platform. Um, and again, if you want to compare that to Facebook, Facebook gives you that one feed dump, whatever you want there. It can be photos, videos, links, whatever. And it's all right there. And later on in this um, episode, I'm going to be talking about how I really think that Facebook is going to be more so the place for me where I'm going to be operating um, a lot of my business type things over there. Um, so yeah, so that's the number one thing. I just want to make sure I'm hitting the point here with number one is too many places on Instagram to put things that waste time, because you've got to create four different things to post them on four different places on Instagram. It's just a huge time waster, okay? Now, the second thing that is wrong with um, Instagram, the only people that are going to see your content, unless you hashtag it, are the people that follow you. Okay. Versus if you have like a public Facebook group or a public page, people that aren't necessarily following the page will still be able to see that content versus with Instagram, unless you hashtag that, then no one is going to see it. Now, again, That gives us another step to do because you got to create the post and you got to put hashtags or nobody's going to see it. But the people who are already following you. And then again, we all know the algorithm has changed um, again two months ago. So now half the people that are even following you won't even see the stuff that you hashtag. And then on top of it, the people who aren't following you definitely won't see it. So why? Why do that? Why not have it to where? It just doesn't work that way, you know, there is ways that, you know, content could be pushed out, it could be, you know, um, there's just a lot of options, you know, I don't know all of them, but I just know that there has to be an easier way besides having to hashtag every single thing that you do. For it to be seen by people. Now, in this second point, with the hashtag is also the tagging. Okay, so you know it's much easier to tag on in, on Facebook because it will actually give you a drop down of all of your uh, likers or followers of your page, and you can simply click, and it'll automatically put their information there. On Instagram, you got to do the at symbol. I mean, this is like coding. You you realize that Instagram is such a simple platform. All these hashtags and at symbols, we are like doing things that an advanced program or an advanced app should already be able to do. You see what I'm saying? Like Instagram, or I'm sorry, Facebook, and their um you know, the way they've set it up now, All that stuff is done automatically for you. You don't have to sit there and do the at symbol and all this, you know, just drop and go, you know? And Instagram is just lagging behind. They should have invested that money that they spent on doing reels into making the user experience of what was already there better, making it faster, making it more efficient so that people aren't sitting up here wasting their time, you know, trying to do posts on things that just, it's just too much. Okay. So the number two thing is you have to, you know, basically do mini code. You've got to sit here and hashtag things. You've got to put the at symbol, you know, it's very much plug and play and connect the dots. That's what we're doing. when We do our posts when we do our story posts. Okay. You've got to do the same thing and it's, it's just too much. It's too much. Okay. So the third thing now that is a problem with Instagram is they are changing features so fast that they are breaking things in their own system and no one can keep up. You're adding, they're adding so many features so fast that it's just overload. It is just a complete overload. Now, um, social media fatigue, especially with Instagram happens anyway, just because, you're in a close proximity to like something that's moving and scrolling. So just getting dizzy <laughs> at the time, I would just be getting dizzy just from scrolling. So that's an issue with it too. And then of course you have the whole, you know, like um, guiding principle, like cyber bullying and people not being nice and all that. And that is all an issue too with Instagram and all social media platforms. But in this episode, I'm sticking to more of the tech and business issues that are with Instagram. And yeah, so in addition to all of the, you know, things that affect us emotionally based on, you know, things that we're reading or seeing people do, we have this whole other piece that is very um, draining, and it really starts to feel like a lot of work. So yeah, it's just really a lot. Now, especially on this point, this third one that I'm talking about, I do have some information that I want to um, share on this particular topic. Um, It just kind of goes over some of the things that I'm talking about here. And I really think that it is worth a read. So this one, this is an article that Later.com put out. Again, what is Later.com? Well, Later.com is a third-party app that you use to plug into Instagram to schedule posts why can't you just schedule a post on Instagram itself? Why do we need a third-party app? See, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Instead of doing reels, why not give us a scheduling feature where we can go in and schedule our own post on Instagram? How much easier would that be? So now I got to download later, put half a million things in there that aren't going to work and be compatible with Instagram, have later give me error messages, have to fix a million and one things. And then finally it lands on my Instagram feed for what guys, this is too much. You know, it's just, I'm just in a place right now. I'm sorry. It is too much. It's too much. So anyway, that's what later is, but Really nice of them at later to actually give us some tips on some things that we can do to to, um, kind of stop um, social media anxiety and things like that and help us with it. And again, later, they're just filling in a gap that Instagram created for itself because Instagram doesn't have a scheduling feature. It does not have a built-in post schedule feature. So then later said, "Oh, here's a way that we can make money if we could do this." Now, why does Instagram do this? Cuz you guys know me, I'm going to drop some facts and some knowledge on you. You want to know why Instagram doesn't give us the features that we want and they let these third-party companies do this? It's because they make money off of these people plugging in into their API, okay? So when they plug into their API, which is basically like part of their algorithm and they're able to access The components of their um, of basically the app and how it works, and they're able to tie in their app to it. That's basically all API is is tying apps together. And when they do that, they charge them to do that. They pay ridiculous amounts of money to be able to reach Instagram users and offer them this service. So Instagram would rather cause confusion and and get money from a third party company when they could just you know, come out with their own features themselves and have a better user experience and figure out other ways to make money. People are still going to run Instagram ads, make the platform better and people will want to pay for Instagram ads. Don't sit up here and have a crummy software that, you got to have a million and one plugins. Okay. So that is another issue. You got to have a million and one plugins to use Instagram as a business. Okay. Versus Facebook, they at least give you a scheduling feature. You don't have to use a third party scheduling um, software if you don't want to run your Facebook, you know? it's just ridiculous so anyway let's go over these tips guys because if i'm having a mental health issue with this i know you are too because many of the listeners here on work at Marketing podcast we're all small business owners and we just want to do our jobs you know we're supporting ourselves this is our livelihood we don't need this extra stress right now like we really don't you know um so some of the tips that are shared here on later, this article talks about social media and mental health during COVID-19. It says, there's no denying that people who work in social media have an always on attitude, whether that is for work or play. If your business or brand is on social, you probably have your finger or more specifically your thumb on the pulse of what's trending right now. Pair that with the global pi- pandemic and the hyper demand for digital content uh, new working setups, childcare demands, and everyday anxieties that come with it. And this can all be the result, uh, and add up to be mentally exhausting at best. Okay. So thank you later for acknowledging this, you know, and, and for bridging the gap and carving out a business for yourself from the dummies and Instagram, but you know, uh, Some of our team have faced struggles of isolation, while some have had to pivot to working um, from being used as a vibrant co-worker into more of like the at-home office structure. Now, um, here are some other things that we can do. Number one, um, regularly check your workload. In an attempt to dispel the myth around mental health, we want to start by kick off they want to kick off by talking about burnout. So burnout happens when you're just overusing stuff. It's not a sign of weakness. It is showing that you're passionate about what you do, but it's easy for those of us who are passionate about what we do to keep get caught up in, you know, constantly having to be on Instagram. So the World Health Organization categorizes it as chronic workplace stress that can be successfully managed um, but you have to really kind of get systematic about it we have to mentally um distance ourselves from our work and we have to um be willing to do that okay now um number uh well this is like i I would say this is like the third thing because they've already given some temps but Uh, tips, but here um, they're saying the number one thing is set app limits. Since it's unlikely that you'll be able to quit social media altogether, setting time limits on your phone can be helpful. So you can do that. I know like with most iPhones, you can kind of just like give yourself a window and then it'll also monitor your use. And you can say, I only want to use for an hour each day or 30 minutes or whatever you want. Um, For me, I think I'm going to start going really drastic. I may just do posts once a week. I may even go once a month, guys. I'm really burnt out with this. I'm being really honest with you. Like, I just, it's just too much. And I am able to recognize that the toll that it does take and and realize how much time I wasted. Today, I wasted about three hours doing a post, you know, and sometimes I've spent more than that, you know, so it's just a mess. Uh, number two, use a um, moment app to understand where you're spending your time. Now they do mention that app. That's a great app, but again, most smartphones and iPhones come with a, its own feature like this. So here's another app that's great, but it's also going to waste some time too. So there's that. Um, number three, remember to take regular breaks from your desktop. So I, this is something that I've been doing. I do spend a lot of time um, right here in my office, um, and so. I am taking breaks. You know, sometimes I'll say, okay, I will do work here in the office. And then I'm going to lay on my back in bed and do some of my social media posts. And that seems to be helping. Um, Turn off notifications and set bedtimes. The bedtime reminder I've had for a while, but that's a very easy one to ignore. Um, But turning off notifications, I think is a very good thing to do. But you know, when you become straight up addicted to Instagram, which let's face it, most of us are, we're addicted. We we go on because we don't want to feel like we've missed something. We want to stay current. We want to engage with our followers and make sure we're promoting our brands. We're addicts, every last one of us. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying, you know, um, The notifications thing has been hard for me because I'm like, if I turn off my notifications, I might forget to turn them back on. Then I'm going to miss all this stuff and that's going to be awful and the world's going to end, you know? So that might be where you're at too, but you know, I'm going to try to start doing this one. So maybe you guys can join that journey with me and try to turn off your Instagram notifications. That might be really good thing to do. Okay. Um, social media mental health tip number three, control your social media feeds. Now, that's something that I do. Um, People who post things that just aren't appropriate, I've gotten to the point now where I do unfollow, I hate to say it. And I've had to do that a couple times recently. Um, And then if you are, I'm using it for your business, you know, just make sure that, you know, you're taking time to take care of your personal and your business and kind of, putting them both in perspective, saying, okay, where do I want to spend most of my time and, and everything like that, okay? Unfollow accounts that don't make you feel good. That's another great one that I just kind of touched on. Just don't even, don't engage with that stuff, you know? Mute um, keywords that trigger and upset you. Now, this is a new feature. This is something that um, I really have not played around with. Um, now, this is something that looks like is more so a thing for Twitter, So I'm not sure why it's even on this one, but um, I'm going to share it anyway. It says you can mute keywords on Twitter, which hides particular words, phrases, and usernames, emojis, or hashtags from your timeline. You can mute them forever or just for a limited time. So if you're a Twitter user, this is something helpful for you. Follow inspiring accounts, okay? Accounts that make you feel good. And let's all try to create accounts that make us all feel good. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with posting things that provoke thought or make people think about things. But if you're just posting stuff that's like gross or angry, like all the time or um mean or just controversial for no good reason, and I've said this in one of my other podcasts um, where watch the people who say controversial things and then don't engage with their content so people who will go on their page and be like how do you feel about this random political thing or you shouldn't do this or you know this person's horrible or you know sometimes it'll even be like relationship stuff like you know, how do you feel about this you know People who, who say controversial things and then there's a million comments and they don't even engage or regulate, that's someone that you know is just there for the... Um, for the for the algorithm, basically, they just want people to engage with their stuff, and they don't actually care. They're not trying to actually be helpful or solve a problem. They just want the engagement. So it's basically clickbait. So don't fall for those people who who do that stuff. Um, that is an account that I would definitely, you know, unfollow. You know, because it's just not positive. I really don't like people who post stuff like that. That is going to to trigger, you know, and then they don't even say what their opinion is. You know, it's just just really shady way to operate. Um, control your comments. Now, this is something that in um, recent months I have really gotten better about. Sometimes I would all, you know, feel like, oh, I need to comment about this. This person isn't being nice, or this is horrible content, or whatever. Now, what is even more powerful than that is either flagging it on following it, reporting it. If it's something that really, really is offensive, instead of feeling like you have to, you know, um, say something there on the post, okay? Um, Now, prioritize your self-care. I think this is a good one. um, That's also listed here in this article on later. Um, Think self-care, okay? Self-care is the act of priority prioritizing all aspects of your well-being so that you are strong enough to tackle anything life throws at you. So, you know, Mental Health America frames it up very well by highlighting that taking care of all aspects of you will increase the likelihood that you will stay well. So just unplugging from social media sometimes. Saying you know what I need to do these posts, but I'm not feeling well, or I need to do these posts, but you know I want to spend time with my family, or I want to just go outside and take a run. Do that instead of you know just do that instead of um find some time to just have some downtime for yourself. So these are all really good things. Um, take time for the things you enjoy. I feel like social media actually takes away time from things that we actually like doing. Now we are in COVID so we do have some limitations on things that we can do, but um we can still make time for it. So as long as we're able to make time for it and really really um figure out what we like, what we like to do and then do those things, you know, just do them and not waste all of our time on social media, you know, promoting our brands is important, but at what cost? At what cost? You know what I'm saying? If it's going to cause me to just be in a bad mood and waste hours of my day, what good is it? You know, really, what good is it? Okay, now, um, this was an interesting write up on Time uh, magazine, actually, about how Instagram is the worst social media platform. And um, let's see here. Let me see where I want to pick up reading. I kind of had this bookmarked, but looks like I lost my place a little bit. Uh, I think it was, was it down here? Let me go back. Um, as you can see, your girl is just kind of like, um, what is going on here? Uh, depression and anxiety. Okay, let's pick up here. Previous studies have suggested that young people who spend more um, than two hours a day on social networking sites are more likely to report psychological distress. Seeing friends constantly, you know, doing living life to the full or whatever can make you feel like you are missing out while others are enjoying life. The status of mind report says and these feelings can promote a compare and despair attitude. Now, that was very interesting. And that's absolutely true. And that can be the same thought for us business owners, because we might feel Oh, we look at this other business page, and it looks like they're making all these sales, and they have a ton of followers. And you're like, I don't have a lot of sales, I don't have a lot of followers, and you know, all of those things aren't necessarily true. Just because someone has a lot of followers, or you know, they are showing that they're making sales, it sometimes it's not always the truth. So, um, we very much can fall into that comparing. It's very easy on social media because you have literally a photo and a photo. This is what you have on your page. This is what someone else has on their page. And it's very easy to just do that. And it's not good to constantly, excuse me, compare ourselves to others. Um, Now, oh, this is the part that I really want to share. Um, There are certainly some benefits associated with with social networking. All the sites receive positive scores for self-identity, self-expression, community building, and emotional support. YouTube got the high marks for bringing awareness of other people's health experiences, for providing access to truth. Trustworthy health information and for decreasing respondents' levels of depression, anxiety, and loneliness. Now, I agree with that. I really do like YouTube. Um, I am a big time like YouTube person, so I I enjoy YouTube. Somehow, it's not overwhelming or stressful, and I think it's because there's so much control over what you see. There isn't like a, a feed; you just kind of search and discover it that way. And I think that is really the better way to do it. And I hope. They don't do any more stupidity of trying to copy TikTok. They rolled out a, a thing that was very similar to Reels. And I was like, guys, you're about to make me Kirk out because this is trash. What are you doing? Don't change why people are there. We're there because we just want to see YouTube videos and look up things that interest us. Don't give me that. You know, don't do that. So um, they got so much negative feedback when they did that, that I think they they kind of just put their tail between their legs and said that was stupid. We ain't doing that no more. And I hope they understand that, because if YouTube becomes the same merc as Instagram, I'm just going to just quit. I'm just done. Okay, like no more. Um, So anyway. YouTube got kind of high marks because basically what they did in this little study here is they um, did this state of mind survey with like 1400 young people and they kind of asked them like you know how they felt about all these different social media platforms so YouTube got high marks um and now Instagram though um it says they said that social media posts created an unrealistic expectation and created feelings of inadequacy and low self esteem. And Instagram, according to this study, actually got the lowest marks. Now, interestingly enough, Instagram um, is one of the most, if not the most used platform. So it's the most used platform, you feel me? But look at the link. It's the most um, loathsome and the most anxiety causing for everyone. So what does that tell us? You know what I'm saying? So we just have to kind of think like that now. Um, This last one here, um, there is a a post that you can check out on Hootsuite that kind of talks about some of the things that Instagram has done recently to um, change their algorithm, things that they are trying to make better, things that they've done and you know, tried and um, pulled back on. Um, one thing that they did um, was reels and shop tabs, um, replace camera and activity on the home screen. That was something that they did. And then they kind of um, reverted that. Um, thank goodness. Um, yeah. So if you, you know, want to kind of go through this article and kind of see some of the things that they've done, they've actually changed their, you um, Noodle, I' um, noodle. They've changed their nudity policy and made it actually a little bit more um, freer. so that's something to consider. Um, and then they have also really cracked down on like misinformation spreading. Um, they are releasing a new app for business on Instagram and Facebook that has that's gonna be rebranded as the Page Manager app as part of the business suite, which I played around with that. It's it's all right, you know? So anyway, guys, um, I'm just bitter, sour, um, spitting nails and gnashing teeth over here because I'm just sick to death of Instagram. So I'm trying to think if I actually give you my third point or not. Did I give you my third point? Mm, I think I did. Anyway, if I didn't, this has been ranty enough. Um, and I think I've given you so many things to consider with Instagram. Now, at the outset, I did mention um, something that I wanted to talk with you guys about, and that's kind of like what my my new thing is going to be. So I'm going to start posting a whole lot less because it just takes too much time out of my day. I would like to be able to schedule posts, so I am. I've used a lot of scheduling platforms before, but scheduling platforms also aggravate me. Um, because I just feel like I shouldn't even have to use one. I should just be able to do all that right there on Instagram. So I'm going to try wrapping my head around um, some newer, some different scheduling platforms and see how that works. Um, So posting lists, um, taking advantage of apps that are made to simplify our lives, Um, keeping Instagram in its place. um, I really do like to use these stories and I do like the posts. But the Reels, IGTVs, you know, all of the other features, I'm just not going to use all of them. And this is what most people do anyway. Most people just post and do stories. Most people don't do Reels or IGTV and very few people go live. Going live um, is is like better now, but, you know, it's it's just still, it's just one of those things. So we'll just have to see. But um. The other thing that I'm doing is I have created a Facebook group and I think it's going to be much easier for all of us um, women, business owners to just be much more efficient and post whatever it is that our event is. Maybe we are selling something. Maybe we have a creative brand. Maybe we are in the business of informing women on good information regarding health, life balance, you name it, whatever it is. If you are a woman and you have something that you do, if it's education, maybe you're a clothing designer, maybe you sell cosmetics, whatever it is, you are more than welcome in my Facebook group. And it is so easy. All you have to do is request to join. I will approve you as long as you, you know, abide by the rules of the group. And then you post post just post it's not like do a hashtag resize something no it's just drop links and upload that's it not all this stuff that we have to do on Instagram that are it's just so time consuming it's so much easier and faster to post. We will also be able to do like our own like selling events and selling days, our live events. If you like going live, you'll be able to do that in this group as well and just sell. You know, I'm very much interested in seeing what all the small business owners have to offer. Maybe you're a book author, you know, or maybe you give classes to women and kids, whatever it is This is going to be the place for you. And if we can grow the group, you know, like I would love to have a group. There's some huge Facebook groups. They have like 200,000 people. That's good enough for me because guess what? Just put it there and you can share it so easy to whomever. You can even send a share link, you know, like via URL. So the person doesn't even have to have Facebook to see it. So it's just the possibilities are just endless. Versus like if the person doesn't have an Instagram and you want to show them something on Instagram, they're not gonna be able to see it because you can't see what's on Instagram unless you have Instagram. You get like a snippet on Instagram URLs, like if you're searching from a browser on a PC, but that's like literally 30 seconds and then they're like log in and make an account, Rawr. join our psycho universe of Instagram, you know guys, don't have me start. I'm just so I'm, man, you already see what I'm doing over here. It's too much. It's too much. And again, my goal here on the podcast is to make us all aware of the things that are draining us as women. And this is something that is draining. It's just draining and stressful. And I think as women, we have to be able to stop, take a minute and say, wait a minute, what is stressing me out? Where am I actually wasting my time? And sometimes, you know, you like, you don't even want to admit like, dang, I'm wasting all this time on Instagram. It was hard for me to sit there a day and be like, really? It took me three hours to do all of this stuff. Like three hours, really? Do I have that kind of time? No, I don't. Okay. So You know, I really hope this has been informative for you because my goal is to help. And you know what, guys? I've already gotten some great feedback. Several women have already joined the group and shared and said, you know what? Instagram was stressing me out too. You know, and and they're just not about it. Like, you know, we're all of course gonna have our Instagrams so because we gotta have an Instagram. But let's just pull back. Let's focus. If we're selling something or, or want to engage heavily with people, let's do it in the Facebook groups. You know, and if you have a Facebook group, I'm more than happy to join that. And just the posting process is easier, and the posting is what is taking up the majority of the time, you know, on Instagram. So. All right, guys, I'm going to stop talking now. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope I've given you some things to consider. I hope this information helps you to live a happier and stress-free life. So everyone, small business owners, I really hope that you found this information to be helpful. I hope that it will give you some things to consider and give you some maybe ways to think about how you can not waste so much time on Instagram. Instagram is here to stay. We're probably still need to use it to some degree, but I say, you know, figure out how much is really needed for your business. And stick to that and avoid the stress and frustration. Times are stressful enough. Thank you so much for listening to How They Did It and Why. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.